Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station Travel Show. So you know what? It's the third Wednesday, and that means Cheryl Ogle is back on the show. Cheryl is a world traveler, a travel advisor, and the owner of the travel company. Hey, want to go? I do. She wants us to go to Scotland, and I agree. Scotland is beautiful. It's one of my favorite destinations, though I haven't done it for a year since I was a little kid. But I loved all the castles. I loved Edinburgh. I loved the Loch. And she just came back from Scotland. She did Croatia and Scotland and took in a Rod Stewart concert, of course. Um, so welcome back, Cheryl. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I've, I've, I've had fun. Although the Rod Stewart concert, that was a different trip. I, I actually came home from Scotland and had about 10 days at home before Rod Stewart. So I had time to London. I thought you saw him in London on that same trip. but No, I saw, um, I saw Elton John in London. And then That's I saw right. Michael Bublé in Glasgow, in Scotland. So that you was know, fun. You know how we pet sit across the country, right? Um, as part of our nomadic things, you know, we we did uh, take care of a, a beautiful, sweet dog called Bubbles. And he wasn't, he didn't want to be Bubbles. So his name became Mr. Bublé. 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 So, you know, he, he was in, and he liked that. Night in Scotland, I found a last minute ticket. I mean, I was in my seat like a minute before the show started so i couldn't believe watching i love it when you travel i'm like where are we going here we go because you take us virtually live and post photos i mean it is so hard to keep up with doing that too um well you know here, here's my here's my thinking on it is life is short and anything can happen to any of us and you know i i'm not going to sit around here knitting waiting for death so someday i will die and be with jesus and that's great but until that time, um, I'm going to travel. And when I'm traveling, if Michael Bublé is performing right next to the hotel, you better believe I'm going to run over and grab a last minute seat on the floor as close as I can get. And um, and obviously, Rod Stewart. So, you know, that's Rod always. Stewart. How many, how many concerts? Well, he's Scottish, so we have to bring that up. So how many right. concerts do you think you've been to? I don't know. I would say 50-ish. 60 maybe now there are people who are go um, and they go to every single show they've been to 600 shows over the years um i don't have that much free time you've got free some money. work to do <laughs> exactly I, I, but no, wait. Um, now what but, about the balls the, the balls no. let's talk about the balls the footballs i gotta make sure i the say foot, that correctly footballs, yes um the footballs are fun so rod stewart is a big football um enthusiast enthusiast and so he loves the Glasgow Celtics that's his team that he he likes to go watch but he has been kicking out autographed soccer balls or footballs um, at his shows for years and years and years and so back in the day when I would go to you know maybe one show every five years in in my other life um, I'd try to catch a ball never caught one and so I have now I have 11 I brought my 11th home from Las Vegas he and now it was a shameless bribe that I'll share but as a grandparent, I know that the way to another grandparent's heart is about the grandkids. And so Rod had two new grandbabies born that week. And I had already kind of looked up what the names were going to be. And I had a little onesies made for them with the Glasgow Celtic symbol on the front and the names on the back. So I was right at the edge of the stage and I was able to hand those to Rod. 
Yeah, and, and he, I saw the video. And let me tell you, you did not let go of his hand. Well, okay. Now, to be fair, he his you know how people will like grab your hand, like oh bless you kind of thing. He did that first. I grabbed his, and it was about two seconds, and then off he went. But he he did give me a soccer ball, a football. So, oh, you got um, like a hand delivered. It, like, well, he he tossed it, but he he went over to the side it. and was holding the onesies and motioned for them to to pass him a ball. So that's that was awesome. Now he used to play football. I thought I thought he was a player. He did or not that... professionally, but yes, and and he still helps coaches his kids' teams and or shows up and do, does a special practice, as I understand it. But I'm not in the inner circle and really know. But I do enjoy going to his shows, and I've got um, a couple later this summer and. Yeah, I think it was Gordon Ramsay that was professional. Maybe it's Gordon Ramsay because he's Scottish too, isn't he? I think so. I think so. I gotta get out. Yeah, well, Gordon Ramsay's like the the top chef. Like he's not a top chef, but he's like I don't watch TV, and so I don't know. He's 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 like Gordon Kitchen Nightmares. I think that's it. Let's get that straight. Kitchen Nightmares and. That's where he sits and swears at everybody and kicks things around yeah. the kitchen. It's I mean, pretty... I'm familiar with who he is, but I don't, I don't okay. know. I don't know anything about him. But so. uh, yeah, he, he, he was a soccer person. He's probably friends with Rod Stewart. Who knows? But let's talk about Scotland. Um, I brought our friend, because Nessie, our friend, Nikki and Kim, Nikki yes. and Kim. Um, they met in Scotland. Nikki's from Scotland. And our first time that we pet sat for them, they went to Scotland and they brought Nessie back. And Aww. so Nessie travels with us and helps Priscilla, our pink sock monkey, on Priscilla's mascot duties. So I brought Nessie out because it's important. So do you see you see these in Scotland when you travel? You Are see they happy Ness? All, all up and down the Royal Mile in Edinburgh. Um, and they're cute. And that is the only Nessie I've ever seen in Scotland. So I have gone to Loch Ness several times. I have never seen the monster. Do I think there's something there? Yeah. I that that lock is over 700 feet deep. You think there's not big creatures down there? Of course there are. Are you going to go oh, swimming in it? No way. No way. But if you don't, if I went to the lock when I was a kid, when we yeah. were in Scotland. I love Scotland. It is so yes. gorgeous. And I love Scottish people. I love going to Scottish festivals and paper tossing, all of it. I'm, I'm 100% into Scot- Scottish life, right? And um, except for... Haggis. I'm not really a fan of. The <laughs> I was haggis. just going to ask, do you eat the haggis? No, but the Scotch eggs and the and just the the burly boys. I like the burly boys. But anyway, I like the burly boys. I don't do Scotch like, eggs because I don't love eggs. I so. like Scotch eggs. Okay, so um, I went to Loch Ness and I didn't see the Nessie, but now I get to see Nessie every day. You've got Nessie um, with you on the road, so yeah, but um. If you go to Scotland and you don't go to the lock, the big Loch Ness, you've met you've you you haven't done the thing. Like that's that's not you have to go right. That's you've got your article, your blog. Everyone, uh, I need to give everyone your website so that they know to go read your blog and hook up with you on Facebook. So it's heywannago.com. Uh, you've got a great blog on there about Scotland. Your six highlights, which we're talking about today. And the Loch Ness is one of them. That is, yes. you must do it. What's a lock? <laughs> a lock is a lake. And there are there are lots and lots and lots around Scotland. So Loch Ness being the most famous, of course. Now, I, I will say, if you are not a nature, beauty, lake, mountain, rolling hills kind of person, you're going to get there and you're going to go, huh, What what else is there? Well, 
it, you know, it, it is, it makes for a beautiful scenic drive. Often you can, you can be stationed, you can stay in Edinburgh and take a day trip that includes a stop at the lock. And so you don't have to go spend hours and hours there. I am not one to sit and stare at a lake forever, personally, um, or mountains. It's just not my thing. Cheryl, I don't think, I don't know you to ever just sit. You're not that person. (laughs) So I don't care what it is, unless it's Rod Stewart, it's not happening. I don't sit at Rod Stewart concerts either. I though. do that. Yeah, there you go. See? No. All right. No. But, but I mean, it, it is beautiful. You can pair it with something else. And so there, there are, the day that we went to Loch Ness, one of, I, I actually went a couple of times on that trip because it, anyway, it was kind of, it was a two-part trip. So we, we paired it once. We did go see the Kelpies, which are behind you. And we'll, we'll I love talk the Kelpies. Oh yeah. Tell a little bit. Yeah. Yes. The Kelpies. So there are other things you can pair it with. It's not just, let's go take a day trip and go look at Loch Ness. Um, it's, it's fine, but it is, it's interesting. And, and to think about a, a lake or a lock being over 700 feet deep, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't, I don't love deep water. You know, if I can't see it, I really want to see my toes if I'm in the water and otherwise no, cause I think there's stuff in there. I know there's stuff. In there. And then if a piece of, you know, like a, a little, you know, river grass goes around your ankle, do you kind of know? I was going to say, that, yeah. Yeah, I, listen, it's 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 Scotland. It's not like you're in, you know, shark waters, shark infested no, waters and snakes. You're in Nessie waters, you know, but I think Nessie's probably friendly. I mean, look, look at your Nessie and how friendly. Nessie's full of happiness. Exactly. So, but there, there are so many things to see. And the, the first time I was going, I really felt like I'd been to Ireland a couple of times. And I thought, oh, I, bet, I bet Scotland looks a lot like Ireland. No, it doesn't. And and you just want to equate the two. And I've had clients say, well, just pick one or the other. I go, no, 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 you can't. They're Mm -hmm. very different. Scotland's phenomenal. Um, It is, it is just so beautiful and so different. You you can just see so many different things. And so if you start, I have clients who are, who are doing a UK trip in, well, they're leaving in a week, I think. Um, And they're starting in London for 10 days. Then they're taking the train. It's It's about a six hour train up to Edinburgh. And oh, so nice. they'll stay in Edinburgh. Did, were you look like you were jumping in? I was like, no, so that's nice. Yeah, I love yeah, those train rides. It's easy to get up there. And so they'll do that. They're staying there. Then they're doing a three-day trip, a coach trip. It's a small group. I think there's 18 people on the coach. So they're doing a three-day trip that gets them up into the highlands. They don't want to drive, and I don't blame them. Um, but it gets them up into the highlands. They'll see some really nice things um, and then return to Edinburgh for a couple more days. So they're having the best of both worlds. They're traveling independently, but for a few days to go see more of Scotland, um, it is it is important to either drive or to to jump on a coach. And you can do mm. small groups. You don't have, or you can get a private driver. That that's an option as well. But the best mm. value I feel like is a small group and um, jumping on there and and just go. You stay in B and Bs. It's just a really really neat experience. That's what I love is when you can stay at bed and breakfast. And a lot of times bed and breakfast get left, like left off of the plate of stays, where to stay, like historic inns and bed and breakfast. It's always, here's the resort. I'm not an anti-resort or hotels or or chain things at all. They have their purpose. But I know every time you come on the show, I have to make that point. You know, I'm just like, we've got to support these, you know, independent places. And that really makes the stay a hundred percent better, I think. That's my opinion. Right. But 
And, yeah. and even independent small hotels that that really you're supporting mm -hmm. a family instead of mm -hmm. um, and there, there's a time and a place. There are times yep. that I know I, I book the the big yep. chain because it's convenient or um, whatever. But when I when I'm looking for my clients, I really do like to find a boutique hotel, something a little different, because we all know what a Marriott's going to look like. And they're great. I love them. But mm -hmm. it, it's not memorable. It's not always unique. Um, there and I shouldn't dis Marriott. I really do love them. So, but I did too, um, and they're good for the environment too. They're one of the first hotel chains that stood up for the environment. So there yes. you go. So they, they really are. So I I'm no I am in no way dissing Marriott, but if you can find a little smaller experience, um, boutique experience, I feel like that's the way to go. It's so cool, and it's so it's so Scottish or English or Irish, wherever you are, you know, in the UK, because there's that personal touch. And I think, you know, we always talk about the South, Southern hospitality, right? Yes. And it's yes. real. Truly, when the Southern hospital, when you are in a Southern, you know, hotel and or a bed and breakfast, you will understand what they say about Southern hospitality. Yes. And, and I believe the same for the United Kingdom. There's just this extra, like, they will sit down and, you know, when they say, how are you? It's not a, how are you? Because you're supposed to say it. It's. I want to know how are you doing? What exactly? Where are you going? What can I help you with? Let's have a conversation. And right. that's how right. you learn about your area that you're in and get those really unique experiences that are true memories. Really yes. good. Yes. Yeah. I actually did stay. I was in Edinburgh. I was between tours. Um, I, I have been touring clients and then I was meeting up with with another group. But I had a few days and I actually did stay in a, in a Marriott. But it, it was a kind of a, a small small one they they've actually bought a smaller hotel and you go into your room and you have um you have tartan blankets in there that you can curl up in and it, it was beautiful because it's just beautifully decorated um the concierge you know he took my bag and you know puts his hand around my shoulder where, where can I point you to hon and you know I mean they're just they're just lovely I uh, I love this stuff. And the now what, what what about the food I know you've got all the highlights but let's just talk food now because I know you're you've got a sweet tooth like I do like I do and to... I mean there's Scottish shortbread seriously seriously like it's freshly it good yeah. it, you know what even their packaged shortbread is good bring it shortbread. yeah and and I, fo I follow this man on Instagram Andy the Highlander and he is phenomenal but he <laughs> recently showed he was he was baking He's with cute. someone and he is cute and he's married. He just posted a picture of his lovely wife and she's beautiful and they're darling together. And, and he's you're like, darn it, darn it, but happy for him. Right? Yeah. So many, <laughs> but, but they were making, um, not him and his wife, him and this other gal, they were making the, her, her family's recipe. I can't remember how old it was for shortbread. And I thought I need to make this shortbread. And I thought, I do not need to make this shortbread. That's the yes, last thing in the world I need in when this When we house. come to see you, we want shortbread. <laughs> shortbread. Okay. Okay. December. I think, I think, okay. yeah. Okay. Think yeah. Yeah. Back in December. <laughs> um shortbread okay 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 we'll see, see but that's the holiday season we have an excuse oh yeah i'll have to i'll have to point it out on weight watchers and see you know? yeah, yeah. but no there, you know there's some great food in scotland haggis i have had haggis that i liked because honestly the haggis i had that i did like tasted like chicken fried steak so who doesn't like that with cream gravy mm -hmm. um i have had other haggis that i don't need to have again so yeah. i think if you get the chicken fried steak kind it's not yeah. bad it's more mental. Like when I ate horse in Italy, um, it's not bad, 
but mentally, I don't want to eat horse again. But you yeah. know, yeah, I know, no, I can't. I, but I do think yeah. it's good to try things outside your comfort zone. Exactly. And you never know yeah. when you'll have a pleasant surprise. Like, you exactly. know, England has things, you know, that I just, I didn't think I was going to like. And, you know, and then I got into it. But Scotland, um, you, you went to the distilleries, all the whiskey distilleries. So yes. that's, and it's whiskey with no E. Exactly. If, if because why put e, an extra letter in if you're drinking whiskey? <laughs> well, it's only with no E if it's if it's from Scotland. So if it has an E, okay. you know that it is it was distilled in the U.S. or Ireland. I saw you have a sip of whiskey, and I know you're not like Nancy and I who love our wine, and we do like a good little bit of whiskey, a wee dram. Is that right? We dram. We dram. We dram. I will taste a tiny bit, but honestly, I don't know how people get that stuff down. It is strong, you know, it, there's some of that will just put hair on your chest. I mean, really, it's, it's not for me. Um, I, give, give me a good iced tea any day, you know, I'm yes. just, just but a tea. It, I, I like it. And I remember as a kid going to the distilleries and seeing the whole process and these huge tubs of stuff fermenting and going, it yeah. is interesting. I mean, Who's decided, like, we're going to ferment stuff and drink it? I mean, who started that? you got to think. Well, now they're doing it with that kombucha stuff. No, that's not happening for me either. I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't even if need I, to try that to know I don't like it. <laughs> I like fermented liquids, but I like them to make me get the giggles a little bit, you know. Yeah, it needs to be in a I'm wine just, bottle for you. Thank you. But, yeah. but no, but I think that going to distilleries, I mean, that is a craft that you're not yes. going to get the scotch whiskey. And scotch and whiskey, those two, because it is a little different. Is, um, you, it's one of those things. Like when you go see the Loch Ness, you've got to, you know, kind of look for the Nessie. Well, it, it really is an interesting thing. Even like it said, even if you're not a big drinker, you know, I kind of have my little little mm -hmm. taste enough to put my tongue in and go, oh, yeah, still don't like whiskey. Um, but so many people do, and we we did one tasting where we had, oh, they're, they're, they lined up like four or five different ones and they didn't tell you what was what. And so you started with one and, you know, and, and one that's made here in the U.S. and is very, very popular. Man, it tasted like petrol. It, I mean, it was, it was bad. So I can see where, where people say, oh no, that's really good whiskey. I still don't, don't need, need it. But, um, but some, some of them are really foul. They're just strong. I don't know. There is just not my thing, but people love them. I do love a good um, Irish coffee, and maybe mm. maybe if you have it in Scotland, it's Scottish coffee. But I didn't find one in Scotland. But where they do whiskey and coffee, and then float cream on the top, that mm. I love. That's the way I like my whiskey the very best. Do but you realize you you said petrol instead of gas? How about that? Because you're in Scotland now that you're talking about Scotland. <laughs> see, you said petrol. See that. how it goes. Yeah. yeah see, no, so what's going to happen? Also, yes. You better you better not drive out of your driveway because you might go the wrong way. No, but yeah, I I blew through a stop sign the other day because I just I don't know where my head was. Boy, they honked at me. I thought, yeah, Oops. you better be careful. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's the thing when you when you're in different countries, you go there. Like if I talk to my friend from South Africa and I drive somewhere, I start to go South African. That's not funny because I went down the wrong way. On a, uh, I turned into the oncoming traffic the other day, oh, because nope. because of South African influence in my mind. I think you know, Nancy and I were talking about her, like, oh, it was so good to connect, blah blah blah. Uh -huh. And oh my gosh, and I texted, I'm like, 
I did this because of you. She goes, no, you did it because of you. I didn't do it. You did it. I'm like, that's well, a real friend telling you off. Yeah, but yeah. you. it's so funny how, and, and this is a point I'm making is when you go to a place and you absorb it into you and you take try new things like whiskey, you, that's not your thing, but you still try it. You still do this. It creates these memories. And then it becomes part of you to the point where now you said petrol and yeah, we could drive the wrong way just because that's true memories. You really experienced it. And if you do the fly drive through real quick thing that you don't have some kind of true experience, then yeah, it's not as much fun. And you really, you, you, you had a, an amazing experience with the lambs. I never seen you so happy. You're you. Tell every, I mean, sheep and, and, you know, oh. sheep is a big deal. Okay. That, and was, that was the best thing And puppies. And puppies. and puppies. So we had been, we had been touring and I, I did do a coach tour of Scotland at the end because I was wanting to try a different coach tour company just to see what the experience is like for my clients. And I, I found it wonderful. And if you want more information, contact me and we'll, we'll talk. But, um, cool. you know, we've been driving through and it's lambing season. It's the end of April. And so all the little baby lambs are in the fields and they're playing with their moms and they're running. And, and it's like, I just want to hold one. I'm going to, I just need to hold one. I won't take it home probably, but I need to hold a baby lamb. And so we get to one, one stop finally. I can't remember what town we were in. I have to look that up. But um, one of the excursions available was to go see the lambs and go to a sheep farm. And so we go to the sheep farm and it, it's family run for centuries, um, you know, generation wow. after generation. And the man showed us his working sheep dogs and going out and getting, getting the, the sheep and bringing one back to be sheared. And so then he's shearing it and he lets us all come take a turn to, to help shear it. And it was, it was amazing. It's spring. It's time to shear them. And um, telling us about these puppies or these dogs that he's raised and the puppies, by the time they're two to three weeks old, they know their own whistle. And so every dog has a different oh. whistle. And so he will send out two dogs and tell one to go right and one to go left and bring in, bring in six sheep and he brings them in. Okay. Now divide them in two. Now I want that one on the right. And so, you know, and they're doing this. It's phenomenal. I, I know people who aren't as smart as these dogs. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. Um, I know I've never mean. seen anything like it. And so anyway, then he, then they bring out the lambs. And so he, he said, anyone want to feed a lamb? And I, anyway, he and I had yeah, made yeah, eye contact. Of course. Yeah. And so he hand, hands me this baby bottle. And so I'm, I'm like the first to go out and feed this lamb. And it, oh my word, it was, it was the best day ever. So we all feed the lambs. We're holding the lambs. And I'm thinking I could fit you in my suitcase. I can throw away clothes. That doesn't bother me one bit. But in the end, I did not bring home a lamb because I have a needy cat who would not like it. Um, and customs and all of that. But yeah. so after the lambs are fed and we've played with them, then he lets out these puppies. And these are like, remember the the little golden oh. book, the roly poly puppy? Oh, well, and you know, the, the fat bellies and these little oh, puppies. Coming oh. It was the best day ever. Best day ever. It took me about three days to stop grinning like a fool. You know, I'm walking around with a smile on my face. But, that, but that's pictures. the true experience that I'm talking about. Once you, you can, you can go right back to that place. Yes. Of happiness. Oh, so much fun. See? Oh, lock no. Happiness. <laughs> Nessie. Nessie's now you need happiness. to go and hold a lamb. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, but I won't come out. I mean, I used to sleep with my horse in the stable. So I'm like, I'm a little on the crazy side of that. So that's okay. But yeah, no, I, I love that you have these interactive experiences because it creates the value 
of understanding what you know what we eat what we wear what you think about lambs um i mean they use all parts and when you go get a, a wool sweater it's lamb wool and it is oh hmm. sheep wool i should say right lamb wool sheep wool it's wool sheep it's wool. soft yeah. and they make beautiful yeah. socks oh my gosh there's nothing like a yes. sock from scotland like well, seriously yeah, I I have a, a sweater. It actually came, it was from the Aran Islands. And it's just a cardigan, you know, long sleeve old lady looking sweater. And that is warmer than any winter coat that I have. And so there are times I just put that on if I'm just running out, running errands. I'm sure people think I'm nuts, but I think I am sweating. I'm, you know, I am warm as can be. And so see. Their, their items are lovely. They're soft. They're, yeah, but they use every part. And that's it is when you go to somewhere, don't just, even if you're on a coach tour, mm -hmm. this was a coach tour with 40 people. Don't just sit on the coach and then then go eat dinner in your hotel room at night. Um, go out, yeah. go out yeah. and see things, have those experiences that stick with you because really, if you can ever hold a baby lamb, that's the way to go. Yeah. Um, but there, there are ways to do that, whether you're traveling independently or on a group tour, if that if that's the best way for you. So yeah, if you out. can, I mean, cause it's, there's, there's vacations you go to where you go to just go to sleep and relax and get away from things. And then there's the ones <laughs> I, I can't, I mean, look, <laughs> I mean, we're, travel, we're travel writers. I don't know how to travel without telling everybody what, like, I can't shut up about it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we're here, we're there. Social media is great. Cause we can just, sorry, photo dump 20,000 photos coming your way. Here it comes. Everybody stand back. Because yeah. each one means something so cool. Like the Kelpies, look at that. Dude, seriously, look at right? it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're and in you Texas, so you understand to... getting big, you know? Everything right, I mean, I, I wish I should have written down the measurements ahead of time. Um, I knew them, I knew them until they're today. Big, babe. They're big, they're um, big. They're big, big. And so they really, they're beautiful. They're beautiful and they're based on, you know, mythology and the creature coming up and on, it's a shapeshifter. And then on land, it turns into a horse and um, then they go back into water. It's another creature. So, and for those not watching this, this is uh, for just listening. Um, This is these giant sculptures that right now they're horses. They haven't shapeshifted quite yet, but they're about to, Um, but they're metal. They look metal. Yes, I don't... they're hollow. Okay. They're hollow. Okay. Yeah, oh, because they shapeshift. They're all, well, and, and I imagine the weight of if they were solid, it would be a mess. But they're yeah. they're just stunning to see. And I I heard about them and thought, okay, this is this is the time I have to go see the Kelpies. So I've seen the Kelpies, and you can see the weather we had. People talk about not beautiful. wanting to go to the UK in the spring because of the bad weather. Um, we had we had beautiful weather. We had a couple of rainy days, but I I never melt in the rain. I have bad hair, and so what? So. Yeah, get out. Get out. it doesn't matter, rain or shine, go out and explore. Just go get yourself a cardigan, you'll be fine. <laughs> get the cardigan. Well, exactly. and then the castles that's the other thing. I mean, if it rains, go in a castle, but the castles are yeah. like for real. Like, I think we're cutting out thought, a bit. I'm not knocking Buckingham Palace, but um, when I that was kind of a I expected Buckingham Palace to be like Edinburgh Castle, like as a kid. I had Edinburgh Castle, blew my okay. mind. It was one of my favorites. And then when I went to Buckingham Palace, I expected like the Edinburgh and it wasn't, you know, to me, I was like, that doesn't like a queen's in that, like that, like, you know, and I'm not knocking it. It just, as a kid, I thought palace, it's gotta be better than 
but uh, Edinburgh, yeah, yeah, palatial. But um, Edinburgh Castle to me, as a kid, I, I, I still have really good memories of it. It blew my mind, you know. It is that, the oh. castle of all castles, I, I think. Um, it, it really now it was built. You know, it's 11th, 11th century, and it sits at the top of the hill. So in Edinburgh, you have what's called the Royal Mile, which, which kind of goes down, and it's a, a mile at the bottom. You have Holyrood Palace which is a working palace. Um, it is a, a official mm -hmm. residence to the royals when they come. And I love touring that as well. Um, Mary Queen of Scots lived there. So there, there are some really historical things, important things to see in Edinburgh. But at the top, sitting on this hill is Edinburgh Castle. And it, it is, it's a monster and it's just, it's amazing. And it's got black soot. You know, you see so many buildings in these, in these larger um, UK cities that have soot because of um the pollution the the heat the gas all of that they can't they're sandstone and shale yeah. so they can't go power wash them or it's it, it you they're losing the integrity so they are they're harry potter looking and and jk rowling lived in edinburgh and wrote that was the inspiration for a lot of oh, her yeah. harry potter books and and names in the harry potter so it's a magical city. My my brother and sister-in-law and nephew were just there last week and I love seeing their pictures. And she said, I love this. It's the coolest place. So now do you ever hear about fairies? I know Ireland is like fairy magic, but what about Scotland and fairies? I always <laughs> thought they were there too. I but... think they are. You don't hear as much about them as you do in Ireland. Mm. You know, they're they're more of more of a thing in, in Ireland, but they they do exist. And maybe it's that our tour guide didn't really go into them that much on our Scotland tour. So yeah, but I'm, I'm just weird about it. Like they're probably know. hanging out with Nessie, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's what, you know, it's a giant fairy and <laughs> sitting in the lock, you know, but, um, and then you were talking about the buildings too. You went to Sir Walter Scott's monument and that's a big deal when as yes. a writer, he's a big deal. He's, he's, he's a big deal. Know. And that was the first yeah. monument made to a, to a writer. And it sits right on Prince's Street. So in Edinburgh, you have the old the old city and the new city. And Prince's mm. Street largely divides those two. And so the old area, you know, was you've got Edinburgh Castle and Holyrood and everything. But this sits right in the middle of the street. And I do, I have a picture of it on my blog. And it is, it, the detail is stunning. And I, I, I took a, a profile view because it's a little easier to see. And it really... Um, I, I didn't climb up to the top. They were closed when, when we hit walked by and we just didn't have any more time to go and climb up. But you can climb up to see amazing views. But the the memorial itself, the, the detail that you see on these buildings, it can't be it can't be matched. You can mm. Google it. You can look at it online. It's not the same as standing there at the base mm. and going, wow. Look at that. And thinking about how they built it so many years right. ago. I mean, you know what I mean? When you think about the craftsmanship, you know? Exactly. When you think about all of that, it's and you know, there was a lot of flint, I think, that was used. I know Norfolk Glen always talks about flint being used in buildings too. Like you see the black flint, it's, mm -hmm. it almost looks like shells in a way, like like a yes. oyster shells yes. in a way. How it is, yeah. it's got a little shine to it. It's pretty cool. But it I think going going to these historic buildings, America is such such a new country. Australia is such a new country too. When you think yeah. about the history. And then going to these, you know, uh, you know, for for all of us who are uh, English or Scottish descents, you know, all of that area, that's your heritage. 
this is yes. your true heritage. This is your lineage. Your ancestors come from these areas. So I think exactly. it's so cool to kind of go there, even if you're not right in your ancestors' footsteps, which if you could do that, that's another thing. Do you get people um, that, you know, I know you work with people traveling, especially like cruises and going to Europe and Italy and England, Scotland. Um, do Are any of the people doing part of their family history when they go over? Do you ever hear people doing that? It's not really just just a pure genealogy tour. And often I'll refer them out to someone who, who can who can maybe do a better job with the genealogy aspect of it. There, there are companies who specialize in that and, oh. and small group. And if you know exactly where you want to go and where your great, great, great grandparents lived and that kind of thing, there are companies that'll do that. My, my goal is for my clients, old, new, current, I want to do the best job I can for them. But if, if someone approaches me and I don't have experience in that area, I refer them out. Mm -hmm. I had a phone call with yeah. a man the other day who, who wanted to do something and anyone do it quickly. And I said, I, I can't help you because I would not be able to do a good job for you. And I referred him um, to another travel agent and I have no problem doing that because it doesn't do me any good if I'm, yeah. if I'm going to, you know, lie to you and, and, and just try to yeah. make a dollar or two off you. I, I don't want to no, do that. That's you, not you. I don't want someone to do that to me. No, so, yeah. I don't think you can lie. You're not one of those people. <laughs> it just isn't going to happen. You know, she, she can't, it's but not worth it. It. <laughs> no, you know, it's not, it's just, I'm not good at it either. When I was a kid, I thought I was, but Nancy always knew. So I just gave up. It Moms just always know. They do, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, know, you guys know. They know, yep. man. It's yeah, like, even, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. But it, so getting to Scotland, like you're saying, there's, you know, these private coach tours and there's all, you know, and maybe you're doing all the things you're saying. And then one of the parts of your trip is a genealogy tour. Maybe one part is, Hey, I just want to go stay in a bed and breakfast and go learn, go to the farm and hang out with sheep. I want to do that. I'm in, I'm in for the yes. sheep. And of course yes. we got to go look for, you know, our little friend, Nessie. I don't know if we yeah, can see her. Nessie. She's happy. Um, <laughs> she is, but getting there, do you fly into London first to get there? Or do you fly straight into Edinburgh? You can fly into Edinburgh. Okay. So you, you can, I, so these, these clients who are going soon, they're only starting in London because they want to visit London too. So right. they're spending some time there. Most would fly directly to Edinburgh. Okay. And it, and it can be done. And there you'll, depending on the airline, you will probably stop in London and have a couple of hours there. And then you'll fly on, you'll kind of be on a hopper on up okay. to, to Edinburgh, but yeah. it, it's easy to get to. It, it really is. Um, if you see, if you see a tour and you're thinking, I, I'm just not a coach tour person. I want to be on my own. We can do that too. Mm -hmm. And we can, you know, I, I can show you maybe a two day coach tour, a three day coach tour that, that will let you go see some areas that would be difficult to get to, but also let you, let you have your time alone. I love to wander up and down the Royal mile and I'll put on, you know, 15 to 20,000 steps a day, just walking and looking in shops and I found that found the neatest man who was selling um, spoon rings and gave oh, me the history of spoon rings on yeah these sterling spoon rings and so gave me the history about how back back in the day the slaves would steal them from their owners steal a spoon to fashion it into a piece of jewelry for their wedding because they couldn't afford jewelry I thought well wow. how okay first of all how clever is that um, but it, just, just I love spoon rings because people. they have. Yeah, because they have a, they they change in shape, so it's not a complete band all the same size. So it you know 
goes according to a spoon. And I used to have this really, I used to have one for my toe, my long toe. And uh, I used to have, yeah, I used to have, I don't do jewelry anymore. I gave up, but you know, I hang out with dogs and cats. They don't need my jewelry, but really there's, there's something about a spoon ring that is, man, they're beautiful. They're like a piece of art. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're, and you can find them to match, maybe match, you're matching your great grandparents silver, or maybe you have your, your silver from grandparents or great grandparents and you're not using it or you don't want to maybe turn one into a piece of jewelry. You know, there, there's so many things you can do, you can do with one. They, this, this I actually bought in California. I don't Ooh. know. I can, yeah. I can and see it's, it. Yeah. It's the bottom of a knife. And then you see this, the top of the spoon and it's toothpick holder. Um, and I got it from my mom for Mother's Day, but she said, I'm going to use it as a little vase, but I'm babysitting it for her right now at, while she recovers from her surgery. So oh. um, there there are so many things that you can do and, and can make. So get creative. Look around. If you know, don't just save that silver for your estate sale. Make, no, make no. And, and when you go like when you're, you're talking about like Scotland and going to places shopping wise, there's all these traditional crafts. And yes. I think that's something really cool to invest in and learn about because also keeping, you know, craftsmen and women going too. That's so, something I love traditional folk art and because it's the story of a culture and people. And, exactly. you know, it, it we need that more as we have all these big manufactured things. You know, we're all wearing the same shirt. We're all wearing the same shoes. We're all, you know everybody has the same curtains. Come on, let's, let's get a little bit more creative and there's something with a story behind it. Like what you're saying with the spoon, you know, I love those stories behind things that you, you, you know, gifts and things, you know, little treasures. Somewhere new. I I try to find a watercolors. My mom watercolors. So I love watercolor that just that style of art. And so I always look for a little five by seven watercolor scene from a local artist. And so I, I was able to bring, bring a couple home from um, Korchula, Croatia. And, you know, I, I have a stack and I frame them and they hang in my bedroom and they, they just remind me of places I've been and I love it. And I've supported a local artist. And I think that's important. So when you can get out, get out and do that. Look, look mm-hmm. around, see what you can find. And that's smart because it's something small and easy to take back. Exactly. It's very light. Uh, You're not, yeah. Doesn't take much room. Slides yeah, in by my that, easily. Yeah. Everyone just goes, that's it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'll go in with clothes, dump the clothes and bring the goodies back. You know, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Try not to do that though. Try not to fill up their landfills with your stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. You, you can donate it. Still good, if you can launder them and leave a note for the housekeeping that you're donating, or, or if you find a place to donate it, um, that, that's you cool. know, things, things can be appreciated, but try, try not to just go with the purpose of filling up their landfills. If you wouldn't fill up. So. I agree. My little soapbox. So no, I agree. I agree. So everyone, hey, wanna go? Uh, You've got to go on her website, heywanagogo.com, and it's hey, wanna go travel on Facebook, right? Got that? Yes, correct. And Instagram. Yep. Everyone's got to go follow you because it's fun to follow your adventures. Where's next? Where's your next destination? I um I have a quick couple of quick trips that may involve Rod Stewart concerts later this summer. But for the most part, I am staying home all summer and um, I'm back to Croatia in October. And then it looks like from Croatia, I'm headed to Budapest and a couple other places from there. So I've, I've got some fun things lined up this fall and winter, but for summer, I'm staying home. I'm getting some things done around the house and 
cool. It's just time to be home and rest. <laughs> so. and, and everyone, um, it's time to pelt. <laughs> pelt her with questions for your travels. Get get in touch with Cheryl during the summer. So thank you so yes. much. It's always fun to chat with you, Cheryl. We look forward you to next too. month. So Sounds everyone, again, awannago.com. And Cheryl's here every third Wednesday. Keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thanks, Lisa. Bye. Thanks. Bye.